Hey, what's up, y'all? Grace and peace to you today. I hope all is well with you. Uh, pray you guys had a uh, wonderful Fourth of July weekend as we celebrated, you know, Independence Day. Uh, I like to say Happy Interdependence Day uh, because I am very thankful for the freedom uh, created by our forefathers, by our military. Uh, you know, keeping our country safe and free. And, uh, but I'm more grateful for the Lord uh, for sending his son, Jesus Christ, here to set me free from sin, to set all of you free from sin, right? Uh, he provided forgiveness of sin, uh, freedom from sin, and bondage, and chains, and oppression, and all these things that weigh us down in this life. And then eventually, as this life disappears, we, we have eternal life in heaven. So, um, our dependence needs to be upon Christ and uh, all that he provides because we're nothing without him. Amen. So um, I kind of explained that to my grandchildren and children here uh, on Monday, the reality of what that means. So anyway, pray you had a blessed weekend. Um, so today's message uh, is an inspired message. As I was praying this morning in my secret place time with the Lord and just uh, doing some reading, um, he stirred up a message in me, and as I was praying about it on the way to way to work this morning, um, he reminded me of an old message that I gave, and I'm gonna I'm gonna preface with that and and basically call it part two. Um, so the title of today's message is called "Living an Abundant Life in Christ," which is what this message was originally called. I'm going to touch on that briefly, but today's message is called Living an Abundant Life in Christ for Others. For Others. So, my original message of living an abundant life in Christ was, was solely rooted on, on the greatest commandment, which is to love God. And that's, that's a whole other message. I believe when we get to heaven, we're going to be asked, have you learned how to love? And if I were to ask all of you right now, have you learned how to love? And you go, oh, yeah, I learned how to love. And I'll say, well, what about that person? And what about this person? And what about that person that did that? And what about this? And what about the government? And what about, <clears throat> and your answer is not going to be, you don't love them. I'm, I mean, that's probably our answer. Most of our answer, we don't love them. We don't love those people. So we haven't learned how to love. You know, because we're supposed to love everybody the way God loves everybody and see everybody the way God sees them, you know. And again, a message for another time. It doesn't mean we like them, doesn't mean we break bread with them, doesn't mean we, you know, submit to them, doesn't mean anything. It means we love them, that we've forgiven and we love and we surrender them to God. Amen. So uh, the original live, Living an Abundant Life in Christ is based out of John 10, 10, where it says the enemy, the devil, is here to kill, steal, and destroy. And Jesus says, but I've come to give you life and life abundant. All right? And the way we do that is through loving God, which gives us the ability to love others. Um, there's thankfulness involved, right? Um, be thankful in all situations. Pray always. Be joyful um, in the Lord. And then continually pressing in. Those are three keys to living an abundant life in Christ. But what God stirred up in me this morning is the reality of others. Now, when Jesus came, you know, he gave kind of a mission statement, right? As he came on the scene, as he stood up and, and read the scroll of Isaiah, 
uh, in front of the, 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 in the synagogue, in front of the Sanhedrin and everyone, kind of announced who he was and why he came, right? So Isaiah 61 says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. So Jesus comes. This is the first scripture he reads, right? says who he is. This fulfilled a messianic prophecy about a coming Messiah who would be both a king and a servant. Again, a time, message for another time. But what the Lord stirred up in me this morning is the reality of, of loving others here and now. You know, um, our heart is to save this world, not us, but to, you know, help advance the kingdom of God, right, by believing and receiving in Him, being filled with, with the Holy Spirit, right, His Spirit with our spirit, and then we partner together with the Lord in, in walking out this life and, and helping to advance His kingdom and save all of His children. Because everybody in the world is God's child. He loves them all. Whether they know it or not, whether they've received it, that's how God views all of us. He created us because He loves us. And He wants all of us to be with Him in heaven. So we go around with this, you know, gospel message. We're evangelizing, um, right? Leading people, giving them the keys to heaven, right? All good things, man. It matters, right? We don't want anybody to burn in hell. We don't want our family to burn in hell. We don't want anybody to burn in hell by their own choice, by the way, which, by the way, is where this entire world is going. God did not create it for the world, but that's where the world's going. But he did give us a way out. That's who God is. That's how much God loves us, right? And all he asks is that we love him back. <laughs> you know, the most amazing person ever, unconditional love for us, right? Created this beautiful world and everything in it. Um, gives us everything we need. Uh, why wouldn't we love him? Anyway, another message for another time. So there's this reality that we, you know, we preach the gospel to save people, which is very important, right? For um, eternal life in heaven after they die. Again, very, very important. But what he stirred up in me this morning is the reality of uh, the brokenhearted and the oppressed and the blind and the fearful and the ones in chains and bondage here now. And the second part of the, well, when Jesus was asked in Matthew 22, I believe, they were like, teacher, teacher, what are the greatest commandments? He said to love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and all your strength. And the second is just like it, love your neighbor as yourself. So he very, you know, highlighted loving him is the most important thing because that's what gives us the ability to love others because when we love God we start to become like him we we start to take on his characteristics of, of compassion of kindness right uh, to, for loving those in need and that's what the second commandment is 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 to love your neighbor as yourself so I want to I want to poke us all today that uh, we have work to do here and now and it's just not to get people to heaven 
but it's to help them through this life here and now. And, and it's birthed from our love for the Lord. Our relationship with the Lord should create this yearning uh, to not stand by and as people suffer in this life. And again, I'm not, I'm not dogging us, you know what I mean? Praying for people is important. Coming alongside them in the, in the moment that they need us is important. But follow-up is important. And continued relationship is important. And any way you can help somebody in need is something that needs to be on the forefront of our life um, at all times. You know, again, we're not created uh, to live this life. Or I'm sorry, we're not created just to exist in this life, right? We're created to live uh, this life, not just pass by and then go to heaven. And even in recent conversations, it's like, well, you know, this isn't our life. We're going to heaven, right, where we live forever. But the reality is we're here now, and, and the reality is we don't know how long we're here now. So um, we do have work to do to help people to get saved, but I think we have a greater work um, to really, really, truly invest um, our lives here on earth um, in first loving God, of course, which gives us the fuel and the capacity and the character to love and serve uh, the world around us. And if we feel that we can't do that, that's that's so untrue. Again, I mean, you can do it with a smile. You know, speak to somebody who, who, who you're scared to speak with, like you just want to pray from a distance. You know, talk to that person. Love that person. Right? And again, we learned a few weeks ago, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you, right? Which is the kingdom of God and uh, the forgiveness of sins. You can set people free, free from bondage, but then get their phone number, follow up with them, you know, invest in them. Um, because I believe that... Uh, well, he said it. God said, I, I, I come to give you abundant life, right? <clears throat> so that's here on earth, too. So uh, may we live an abundant life in Christ for others. Amen. God bless you guys.